The Washington State University College of Education has a rich history of involvement with the educational testing service based in Princeton, New Jersey. We've had alumni work there, current students intern there, faculty members chair different groups or committees there. Our ties usually come from the college's educational psychology program. After all, it makes sense. These are individuals who are experts in psychometrics, measurement and evaluation, and much more. All things that would attract the attention of ETS and satisfy that organization's needs. However, Chioma Eza bucks that trend. She's a doctoral student in language, literacy, and technology, not at Psych, and she just completed a two-month internship with ETS. We sat down with Chioma and talked about how ETS actually looks for other unique perspectives such as hers, plus what it was like to be across the country doing this work with her family in tow. Education Eclipse starts now. Education, news, and research. These are the conversations happening inside education, athletic training, sports science, and sport management that are going to transform each. It's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. All right, and we're back here on Education Eclipse with Chioma Eze, who just got done doing an incredible internship, a, a fantastic opportunity with the Educational Testing Service, also known as ETS, out in Princeton, New Jersey. Chioma, thank you so much for joining me. You're not the first Coog, you're not the first person who's gone out to do that through our college, but you're certainly slightly different than a lot of the people who have done things with ETS, most of those uh, students happen to come out of educational psychology, and you are a language literacy and technology doctoral student. So, so it's a slightly different path, but I wanted to talk to you about that today. So thank you for, for joining me. You're welcome. So tell me a little bit about um, this internship, how it came up, and uh, you know how you saw it, and what it was that they were looking for, and how you helped fill that need. So I saw the advertisement on WSU website, actually graduate student website. And I thought it was a cool opportunity. I've heard people going there before, but now it's like, as you said, and I haven't seen anyone in my program. But then when I looked at um, the advertisement very well, I saw that um, the opportunity was open to students in measurement and evaluation, language, um, language and technology kind of thing. So I applied in January and kept fingers crossed. <laughs> and then I... Um, I got the position. Over there, I had the opportunity to work on um, spoken dialogue systems for language learning. It was an interesting project. Um, it was an exciting time for me to work on um, research on language learning and assessment. I looked at data from Germany and second language learners here in the United States. And it was interesting to see the differences between the language learners outside of the United States and within the United States. I analyzed data. I, um, I wrote proposals for conferences. We've already, I've already submitted two proposals and currently working on manuscripts to publish that project. And I hope to get, keep connected with people at ETS. You know, I, I am... Um, worked with the best minds in the field. Um, it's ETS internship and me mentors and collaborators, and I think that's really significant for my career. Normally, when we say that a lot of educational psychology students, they tend to go after these kind of internships because mm -hmm. the performance and evaluation and measurement is a, 
is a large component of, yeah. of their field. Um, and we don't always think of language uh, as something that would be uh, attractive to an internship like this or ETS. But what was it in particular um, that you're studying in language that made this a good fit for you to, to go help them? And just touch upon that. Okay. Yeah, so right from time, I've been passionate about second language um, learning and assessment. I did my master's here. Um, that was in English language learners. And I continued with my doctorate in language, literacy, and technology. And my research has been at the intersection of language, literacy, and technology. You know, I'm interested in how um, how we can use people's language resources to teach them a second language. And then even as I'm doing that, I'm looking at how technology can support that. And that is also part of literacy. When you have people who are learning second language, for example, English, um, they have other subjects that are taught in in English language, and they do need support for that. So I think that really attracted ETS, you know, the work that I was already doing on that, and also um, especially the technology aspect, because my project there at ETS was on technology, using technology to teach second language learners. I, I When I was there, I, I found myself applying the skills that I've been acquiring here you know you when you are here you don't know how much you know until you're actually in the field to practice that so i saw myself using both the theoretical knowledge and um a lot of things going on i learned a lot in in two months (laughs) yeah so in terms of what you learned while with ets as an intern um, is there anything there that you think you'll be able to then bring back and use as part of your uh you know your dissertation potentially even though my project over there isn't related to my dissertation topic, but I met other people who are working on my particular dissertation topic, which is on translanguaging. And I got inspired, you know, to see how um, research and teaching can help um, level playing field for people of, from different cultural and language backgrounds through my research. You had mentioned examining things. This is... I find this interesting how different countries or cultures might might learn second language and and of course a lot of this is is cultural and then some of it's very individual right mm-hmm. uh, ability of of different people to yeah. to learn but you examined uh, Germany mm-hmm. as you said and then the United States in terms of second language I don't remember if you said acquisition or second language proficiency or whatever but what did you find was there anything that stood out there um one of the things that stood out was the um, transfer of native languages and uh, not just transfer of native languages but something I would call Creole like how would I describe that like the pidgin that people use slang for example for students in Germany I found a lot of um, transfer from Germany my mentor over there is, actu- is actually a German and she was the one that actually explained that to me that this is from um, German language, that transfer. But for United States, I saw that students here, they were both transferring their native languages and also um, some slang expressions that are used here in United States when learning English and also using English. That was the major thing that stood out to me, which is probably because of the nature of the project. I was looking more at... Um, yeah, spoken interaction. Moving forward then, you, you have your ELL here um, mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, your master's degree. 
Uh, you're going to have your doctorate in language literacy and technology. Now what? When you get done, what what do you hope to uh, to have as a as a career goal? That is a good question. <laughs> so one of the things that inspired me to do this internship was already my career plans. You know, I've already I've always ambition to um, get a research position when I graduate, and then I decided to do internship to get a feeling of working in such an environment and see what it looks like. And I think it's it's good. I felt good working there. Yeah, and I, in future, I would like to work in an organization like ETS. You know, it mustn't be ETS, but there are other research organizations that I can fit in. What was your favorite thing about the experience? We're going to go back to the actual internship, but what was your favorite part of it? I favorite, my favorite part was meeting a lot of people, you know, and... Um, the collaboration that was going on there. You can't do a project individually there. You have to work as a team, you know. I felt like I was important, you know, contributing to my team and doing something with people. And that was my most interesting thing. Okay, let's make it really real here. What was the hardest thing about this? It was only two months, but what was the <laughs> hardest thing? Oh, the hardest, the hardest thing I would say was... You know, you have your project with limited time to finish. Uh, you will deliver a presentation at the end. And then at the same time, you have to meet, you have to maximize the, the opportunity there to meet with people. I met with no less than 25 people there at eight years. So that was kind of challenging. You have to take out time out of your eight hours in a day to meet with people. And then you also have your project you're working on limited time it sounded to me like a curse and a blessing so you you have to carve that time out to meet them but that was also one of the benefits yeah 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 because we actually thought that the benefit is not just doing that research or your project but being able to meet people working in the organization you know people with different experiences some have been there for 30 years some 40 years and some five years, you know, different range of experiences. You meet and talk with them and learn from them. Is there anything else you would like to add? Oh, I love that my family was accommodated at ETS. You know, my husband, who is in Psych now, had the opportunity to meet with some of the psychometricians over there, their vice president and even director. And that was, that was very important to me. He wasn't just there, but he, he gained something. And, and your daughter? Mm-hmm. who's too Was young it? to appreciate yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. being in a new place, I'm sure. But that's still got to be hard because she's only one, right? Yeah, she wasn't even one then. But I love the way she was accommodated. Well, Chioma, thank you so much for, for sitting down with us. I always love to hear when students have successful internships and, and especially at the graduate level that, that you're already doing things that are going to um, aid your research, mm-hmm. maybe not directly, but certainly increase your network and and then ultimately um, it not only helps you, of course, but it certainly helps our college um, to uh, to have those things happen. So it's it's a win all around, as we would say. Mm-hmm. So so thank you so much for for joining me. It's my pleasure. You've been listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.